Hey sports fans and welcome to episode 36 of State of My Sports. That's State of MI Sports. We talk about the teams we love and you love in this great state of Michigan. Stay in touch with us on our social media, State of MI Sports on Instagram and Twitter. Also like our Facebook page with the same name, State of MI Sports. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. You're alerted when a new episode is out. Uh, And share us with some friends to help us grow our audience. Also, please subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. Episode 36, we're going to quickly talk about the Lions' loss to the Packers, but more importantly, where they ended up in the draft order. We'll have some fun giving you all of the biggest moments of the decade um, that is coming to an end here. Is it tomorrow? It comes to an end tomorrow, right? Technically? Well, technically the next day. Yeah, technically the next day. But um, we'll also... I mean, I think it, I think it ends tomorrow. <laughs> well, the, I'm going to go oh, ahead right on that one. Today, At the end of the it day ends tomorrow. tomorrow? It ends tomorrow. Tomorrow. The tomorrow is the last day. The decade ends at 12 midnight. That's the final day. It ends tomorrow. So does it yeah. actually start at 12 midnight or uh, does it end at 1159? Yeah. Okay. We might be arguing semantics here. But I appreciate it because I lost my spot. That's so what we like do. So I'd like you guys to keep talking so I can find my spot again. Have so you, have you Ryan, do it? you agree with me or no? <laughs> yeah, it ends tomorrow. It ends right. tomorrow night. Cool. That's what I said the whole time. All right, so... Unless like you're I talking said, like Jewish <laughs> holiday and Jewish, you know, like even, evening is their morning kind of. Oh, man. Now I'm really confused. Yeah. <laughs> like a sundown thing? Yeah, at sundown. That is true. All right. All right I wasn't like, looking to bring that into it, but. That's fair. So what we're, we're also going <laughs> to talk make um, our first ever Somzas. Is that, is that how you guys would pronounce it? S-O-M-S-A's. That's State of My Sports Awards. Um, we're just going to have some fun with it. Just kind of. I don't know, have have a good time. We'll we'll give we'll we'll get into that. Uh, we'll make the NFL playoffs a little more interesting between the four of us. We're gonna do adopt a playoff team, snake draft style, like we hit we did earlier with uh, college football. Uh, we'll also make our Hops Brewing Company and Cafe picks of the week, and we'll do some beer grades as well. Um, I'm Sam Waldhart. With me today we have Ryan Waldhart, Micah Smith, and Kyle Fossey. We're all here. We're ready to drink some beer. We're ready to have a good time. Um, but before we do, I do want to get a couple things out of the way before we get into our beer intros. First. Uh, basically MSU. They, they got the big bowl win. Good for them. Uh, they won 27-21. We're not going to get into that. If you want to listen to people talk about how important that was, find another show because we're, we're not going to waste our time with that. It's basically going to be off-season. Uh, show me show me something for, for the Spartans. So uh, good win for them, good win for the Big Ten. But other than that, I don't want to talk too much about it. Um, second, I want to just – we would like to all send our prayers out to Marvin Jones Jr. and his family who lost their six-month-old son uh, and brother, Marlo, suddenly um, on Saturday morning or Saturday afternoon. Uh, our, our prayers go out to them. Uh, cannot be easy, so I uh, definitely wanted to get that in there. But uh, we do want to have some fun today, so we'll start with some beer intros. Ryan, do you want to sh- tell everybody what you're drinking tonight? Today I'm drinking Birdwalker Blonde from Stormcloud Brewing Company. And uh, this is a Belgian-style uh, blonde ale, and um, that's all I know about it at this point. Cool. So I'll tell you more later. Nice. Kyle, what are you drinking? I have a Founders. It's called Civilized Brute IPA. It's an extra di- dry. Uh, I don't know if the Brute was like a sparkling, like a champagne, yeah. like a, you know. What are your first sips tell you? Is it kind of like that? It is. It's dry. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I thought it was good for the New Year's Eve, New Year's, you know, the cool. decade ending tomorrow. Makes sense. Uh, Micah, what are you drinking? I'm drinking Blueberry Crush from Petoskey Brewing Company. It's a blueberry waffle cone cream ale. Oh, boy. It's, that sounds like a lot of... It's really tasty. Rice. It's a 7%er. 
And I think it's something more so to have on a hot day, but it tastes really good right now. <laughs> nice. I'm drinking Ellison Crescent Fresh India Pale Ale. It is from East Lansing, Michigan. So uh saw IPA. It's a nice-looking can. I thought I would, would give it a shot. Very nice. I mean, Spartans with the big win. I figured I'd... Big win. Yeah, it is <laughs> go a with the green and white label. <laughs> it is. I didn't even, I didn't even think it's of that. It's big, so. guys. It's yeah. a big win. Speaking of big wins, uh, the Packers got a big win against the Lions. Uh, so the Lions lost twenty-three to twenty to the Packers on a last-second thirty-three-yard field goal by Mason Crosby. Uh, Blau went twelve of twenty-nine for uh, one hundred and twenty-two yards and zero touchdowns and an interception, but he did have a receiving touchdown from Danny Amendola, which was cute. Um, Galladay left the game early, uh, but still led the Lions receivers with three catches and 72 yards. Uh, but the Lions actually ran the ball pretty well. Ty Johnson had 65 yards on three carries. Carryon Johnson had 53 yards on 11, and a touchdown in Scarborough. Scarborough had 42 on nine carries. So I mean, it, they ran the ball pretty well. Um, the Lions never trailed in two games against the Packers, but lost both of them. So, like, if you look at how long the Packers led, it was zero minutes and zero seconds, and they beat the Lions two. They beat them two two games and none in this year. So, that was pretty funny. That's something that the only Lions can do, right? That's real Lions. <laughs> it <Yeah>. is. That's <laughs> about as Lions as it gets. Yeah, it was the perfect end to that kind of a season. It really was. Um, you know, I, I don't really want to talk too much about this game. Uh, I thought they played really hard. They. That's one thing that I think the. The coaches should be happy with as they these guys kept continuing to play hard. Um, they didn't give up, as even though we kind of wanted them to at times. It's uh, kind of ran into that. <laughs> way. But, um, I thought Blau's interception. I don't know if you guys watched it, and if you guys didn't, perfectly fine. I, I wish I wouldn't have, but. Uh, Blau, he like cocks back late in the game. He <laughs> looks like he's trying to unleash this like sixty-yard bomb, yeah. and it just <laughs> dies in the air. Maybe forty yards downfield, <laughs> easy <laughs> interception, which changed the game. That that's what I'm. That's what I mean when I tell people like he looks like I'm like that's how I feel like I would look <laughs> yeah. throwing football because <laughs> it's like full <laughs> energy, full energy, everything he's got in it, and then he just throws a duck, you know, just like, stops <laughs> midair. Like that happens to me, not NFL quarterbacks. <laughs> yeah. It happens to me just throwing it, throwing it across from, know. from the driveway to, to yours. But that was rough the other day. <laughs> it was. You we guys, were, that's we, only ten yards. We were, we were humbled <laughs> the other day. My shoulders. Aren't you guys next door neighbors? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's we're, a wide road, man. It's a cul-de-sac. <laughs> <laughs> we were playing catch in his backyard, and it was it was ugly. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm embarrassed <laughs> for the way I threw that ball. I was but. I was I was going to be okay letting <laughs> people think it was across the road because that was better than it actually was. <laughs> yeah, it was like ten yards. <laughs> it was so bad. <laughs> Oh, well. Um, I thought the de- defense played pretty solid as well. Anytime you hold the Packers at 23 points, you, you played pretty well. I mean, it, it is what it is at this point. Nothing really to, to get into. Um, a couple things that I think are worth talking about more with the Lions is um, Snacks Harrison uh, kind of coming out to saying he's retiring. And that's after the Lions extended a mid, mid-year, I want to say. I think it was like week three or four or something. Some, maybe it was even preseason. I don't remember when they exactly extended got, him. Yeah, he got his extension, he though. He got his extension. Now, all of a sudden, he's crying in the locker room because he's saying he might be done, and he doesn't know what he's doing. Like, what in the world is happening? It seems like a sissy move. Like, I, I agree with you on one point, but at the same time, it's like, all right, if, he's, if his heart's not in it, that's fine, but then why in the world is he asking for an extension? Well, that... That's like, the whole. That's the whole point I'm trying to make. Is like, why'd you ask for an extension? And you're going. Ah, I think I'm just going to retire now. Yeah. Like, no, that's that's not how it should work. Yeah. yeah, you you can see it from his point of view too. I mean, this was a rough year for him. 
right? It was. Right. It, it really I mean, he was. Had, he really struggled, and, and he looked healthier in this game than he has all season. Yeah. He disrupted in the, in the backfield pretty often early on in the first half. Yeah. So, I mean, he's probably just emotional. I don't know. I wouldn't buy into too much of what he's saying at this point. I think he's going to take some time to reflect in the offseason. He's going to talk to his teammates, to his coaches. Look at those. I, I don't think he's going to retire. Yeah, look at the, the when all said and done. checks that would stop coming and <laughs> right. you know, yeah, weigh, exactly. weigh that in the end. Yeah. yeah. It, it, I don't know. The fact that he, he's thinking about it kind of bothers me, but at the same time, sure. do what's best for you. That That's perfectly fine, but it's just – it sucks. It's just like another Lions thing. I mean, it's not. I'm not going to compare it to Barry or Calvin or anything along those lines. But it's like, again, really, we just traded yeah. for the guy last year. Now yeah. gave him an extension, and he's going to be gone. And that just that hurts, especially in a position that's really important for the Lions. That they're not looking like their depth is, is really there. So um, it would just it would suck to have to address that earlier than you really need to in the draft or in free agency. So um, another thing that was was pretty interesting. Uh, the team converted. Quarterback Matthew Stafford, six million roster bonus in 2020, uh, into a signing bonus, and, and what that does is just basically transfers it outside of the 2020 cap hit, and they spread it over the, the course of uh, the remainder of his of his contract. Uh, in a nutshell, basically, he he lowered the cap by 3.6 million dollars. Mm-hmm. He saved them over the course of the every year for the for the remaining of of, of his of his deal or whatever. 3.6 doesn't sound like an awful lot, but that could be a solid, solid player if, if they decide to go out and spend that money. Um, that's what you have to do with quarterbacks because that's the position that you assume they can have longevity and have that health long-term. Yeah. So you can make those kind of contracts if he's committed to the team, and, and this kind of solidified that. Yeah, and you know, you hear that a lot in the offseason as Stafford gets paid way too much money, blah, 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 and people get pissed about it, but... I mean, you're paying your your quarterback what he's worth, basically. And they went from the highest paid quarterback to probably like seventh. So he's not overpaid per se. I mean, yeah, they're all overpaid in my opinion. But at the same time, it's like. But everybody goes nuts about that when somebody signs. Yeah, It's a revolving door. It's the highest paid quarterback in the NFL. Well, until the next one signs. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah. it's not. So uh, it's just, I thought it looks good. It looks good on Stafford. I mean, he doesn't lose any money, so it's not like you. Right. kiss his feet or anything but at the same time it's, you're, he's restructuring getting paid less next year than he would have um which th- in a lot of ways that tells me he's not looking to retire which i know that there's been a lot of speculation with his back injuries it's like if that was truly serious he would not be <laughs> giving up the six million dollars just like under, at the drop of a hat so. well i think you should give fans hope that he came out today and said his back felt great right now yes yep that is great to hear um i i feel like if they were in contention he's playing I get why they protected him. I get why they didn't, you know, put him on IR when they needed to, or earlier on. But um, it is what it is at this point. Just worth talking about, especially when the Lions are going to have about a little over $50 million of cap space to work with. You can get some really good players in, in free agency um, if, they, if they decide to do it that way. So uh, just something to keep an eye on. Um, with Week 17 over, the Lions are locked in the third position behind the Bengals and Redskins. Uh, so more than likely they won't get a chance at Chase Young. But at three... They should they should be able to get a very talented player. Um, we'll have some fun as we get closer to the draft day on, on April twenty third um, with with mock drafts and, and and all that kind of stuff. It's not really worth getting into yet. There's a, still so much time. Uh, but it, three, they're at three. You're going to get a talented player. And the nice thing is you're you're at three. Round one, round two, round three, round four. Like it, it helps all along the draft. So the people that were saying it's they should try to win and crap like that it's like 
you, you don't really understand the way talent works there, buddy. So yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I didn't. For, for what reason would yeah. would you win? It yeah, makes no sense at all. Exactly. Like so, I was having an argument on on the Instagram with somebody. I forget who it was. Doesn't matter. Um, but it's like he was trying to say that well, because there's so much depth in the top ten, it doesn't matter if you're three or you're five or you're six. Like, dude, that's not how it works. Yes, it does. Oh, <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> it's, it's like. You can get your choice of the top ten players. You can get the third best choice. It's like some people just don't get it, and what, I, I you can't would, teach students. Would you stuff. rather be the tenth pick overall or the third pick overall? <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. that's and just one of about one it. of his arguments was, well, if we're at five, we can trade down. I'm like, okay, well, if you're at three, you can trade down and get Better. even more. <laughs> you can literally <laughs> trade like, down from any position. <laughs> like, and you can ask like, whatever you want. <laughs> I just wanted to like grab this guy's throat. You know, like, so confused. It is. Worth, was this on our? Page? It was on our page. So. <laughs> I didn't even see that. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of funny. Who do you think is taking Chase Young? Uh, I think number one or not? No, I think the Bengals are taking Burrow, and I think the the yeah. Redskins will take uh, Chase Young. But the Redskins don't need it, so it'd be interesting to see if they start shopping that a little bit. And if they do, then the I don't know. I don't. I'm not saying the Lions are like in a great spot being three, but I think they might benefit some for being that close if anything happens with the top two or another quarterback you know goes number two if Tua shows it really, could really be well one of those drafts it could be weird yeah, yeah. something weird could happen and i'm glad you know being that close to the chase young sweepstakes well, i yeah, think being in nice. washington right now everything seems like it's imploding you have no idea what's going to go on from the top on down yeah it, it, <laughs> things yeah. could go sideways i've real even quick. heard that the Bengals are, are going to stick with uh whatever the andy dalton and take chase young like, they're, they're, but it's it well, just just locked yeah. up. And so Chase, it's not Chase like Young <laughs> hasn't even, hasn't really helped himself the last couple of games it's either. A great though. point. It is a great so, point. So I mean, it, it depends on who's scouting, who's making the decisions, yeah. and I don't know. People make really dumb mistakes. You know, True. somebody yeah. could pass on them too. Yeah. The bottom line is, you're gonna get talent at three, or you're going to trade out of that spot and get, you know, assets and and more depth. Yeah. And you'll still get really good talent, or no matter where you pick in this draft. So do you not want to get into the people the the potential prospects at the third pick or i mean did, if you have them at the top of your head like well, that, I was just, that would be great yeah I, I was wondering like if uh if you had a specific player that you were targeting that you really I, want I do, i'm not to that point yet i, I keep hearing akuda is is, is kind of up there yeah so um, ohio state's cornerback yeah jeffrey okuda yeah which would be great but i i don't think that that's really where i'd want to see them go i want to go pass rush i really do i know they need to address that um yeah so the 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 problem with the pass rush at this point is um, the next best player for the Lions that would just be the right fit would be Derek Brown out of Auburn. Okay, and he I mean he's good he's a beast. Yeah. but but he's a defensive tackle so he's an inside guy. So who, maybe if Snacks who, does retire, yeah, so he can get to the quarterback. He's inside, but there's not that dominant edge rusher that you normally see in in this kind of a draft other than Chase Young. Yeah. Well, what about AJ Epineza Epineza out of Iowa? That, that yeah. is he's an interesting been, one. He's been a hot name. Yeah, but he's he's been more projected middle of the first round. So if you are going that route, then, then that could be part of the trade-down strategy. Yeah, which I'd, I wouldn't hate that. I think he's a good player. Um, he still hasn't declared. I don't think he's a senior yet either. Yeah, hasn't declared, no, but there's a lot of speculation he's going to hit the draft. Okay. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. So Yeah, it will be interesting. I, I don't mind the Jeffrey Okuda talk just because I think, and I, and I think I brought this on pretty – or I talked about this pretty early on but uh if the lions have darius slay when he's available to them right now before something goes south 
and adding a young talent to that kind of group of cornerbacks can be a really big deal. If you just lose Slay and then add a really good corner, it's a it's a one for one trade. Wash. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, you, so, and you're hoping that right. this that this guy's going to be a stud as a rookie. I really think in the, in the NFL, it, it pays to find that person at the end of their contracts and match them with you know the next rising star. Yeah. So you have one or two good years combo between those guys. Yeah, and I really like what I saw from Awari. Uh, he did have an interception. Very athletic play. Yeah, he's looking pretty um, good. He's looking good. I, I mean, he's not going to replace Slay. I think I mentioned that a, a couple episodes ago. Um, that's. But he's a depth guy, and if and if you can get anything out of this guy, he'd be he'd be great. To, and, but you got to have that number one. Yeah, with cornerbacks, you can never have too many of them. Yeah. I mean, you, they they could just you could lose three of them in a game. Yeah. You just never know. And they could wake up one day and just forget how to play football. <laughs> yeah, we've seen true. that several <laughs> times. So so now that the Lions season is done, we're, what we're gonna do, well, really the year's just coming to an end tomorrow or the next day, depending on how you look at it. We already got into that, but it's the end of a decade. And it was a decade that we would all like to forget about as as Michigan sports fans, for the most part. But there was some positive, there was some negative. But what we're going to do is just go year by year. So what we did is we assigned a year for each person to kind of give the biggest moment that stood out to them. We'll have just kind of a roundtable discussion, or V-table discussion. Um, just talking about, you know, what stood out to us that year. Um, we went oldest to youngest in, in order here. <laughs> So I gave Kyle 2010 because that was the start of the decade, and that was there was a decent amount happened there. Kyle, is there one moment that stood out to you as positive or negative? Doesn't matter. Uh, in 2010 for Detroit sports, there what? There's a big one, I think. Um, and you gave me, or I, first of all, I appreciate the oldest to youngest thing. <laughs> I had to make sure everybody no, knows you don't. that. Uh, <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> But the, I think the big one, I have some years where I have, I think, multiple things. Yeah. But there's a big one in this year. Uh, the imperfect game. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, Jim Joyce oh, and Gadaraga. That was one of, like, the, the most, just the weirdest games of all time. Like, it was just, it was so exciting. It came down to just such a boneheaded even, call. Like, what was he thinking? It wasn't even close. Wasn't he could close. make that call in his sleep. Can someone describe to the listeners who don't know what we're talking about what happened? So it was a perfect game. Yeah, top of the top of the ninth, two outs. Well, I, first of all, for some reason, being a regular season game, it felt like every uh, Tigers fan in the whole world was watching this game. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. As a casual Tigers fan yeah. watcher, I should say, not even a fan really, like. I was zoned in on that. Was, I don't know how that happened. Yeah. Everybody was watching this. I thing. got an oh, alert I mean, on my phone. Oh, yeah, they do that now, which yeah. I feel like is a jinx. Like, So yeah. I don't know if you guys believe in jinxes or not, but that I, I can go either <laughs> way on talking about it. Not not Jones. Not Jim Jones. It was it was the jinx. Yeah. Or it was jinx. Uh, yeah, yeah, the jinx. Jinx, uh, jinx Jones, they call it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so basically a perfect game is 27 up, 27 down. And Galarraga, Armando Galarraga, who's basically not been heard of from since, had a perfect game. 26 straight outs. And then with the last guy, ground ball to Miggy. He comes off first and throws. Galarraga did a, everything was perfect. He was out by. Game over. A step and a half. By a step and a half. And he just blew it. It was one of the worst calls in baseball history. Yeah, it was terrible. And it just cost a guy a perfect game. I mean, it. In you know what Jim Joyce said? Oh, he felt terrible. He did, and he did. But he goes, he, really I, he said, "I kicked the shit out of that call." Yeah, I'll never forget him sitting out, being like, "Oh boy, he just swore yeah. on TV." Yeah, but like, it warranted it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. And it was just like, 
in, in a in a way, it's kind of cool because it's the only twenty eight out perfect game. Is kind of what people call yeah, it. people call it imperfect nice game. Some yeah. people call it. Uh, it just doesn't get the twenty eight out perfect game. <laughs> all that. Get, yeah, it just doesn't. It's not. How many the have same. been thrown? Thirty perfect just, games. Yeah, yeah. it's it's. Some, there yeah, was a stat when it came number. out that it was like more people have walked on the moon. Than had perfect games or something crazy like that. That's not that's true. Insane. It's not. That's no. okay. Well, I don't. Know. Yeah, I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> More people have walked on the moon than have a perfect game in the playoffs. Is that what it is? you're? Because there's only one. Only one. Yeah. yeah. Don Larson. Don. No. Didn't Roy, Roy Holiday, Holiday threw, get one? Through no hitter. No hitter. Oh, it was a no hitter. Not a perfect game. Yeah. Nice. Well, yeah. That, I mean, that would definitely be my 2010 moment. There, there it changed kind of the landscape of in a lot of ways sports. And uh, baseball big time with with replay. Replay. It, yeah. it kind of was like the last straw. I don't, I don't remember when they introduced replay, but it felt like that that was part of the reason why. I was going to ask you guys this cuz I don't even know is everything like some plays are reviewable football, basketball, some plays are not or sorry, baseball, some things are not. Yeah. Is this now reviewable? Oh yeah. Yes, okay. Yep. okay. And it can be challenged, it, it get it like at the end of the game they get it right no matter what, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, really it's like sure. eight eighth inning on or something like that. Yeah. Um it's when always it reviewed and then you get challenges and it's and all scoring goofy, plays. But, yeah. Um that's what I thought, but yeah, yeah I just want to. Yeah, gonna, that was a tough I, one. I feel like replay in general will be a topic during the dog days of summer because I have a lot to talk about when it comes to replay football, baseball, hockey, all of them. I don't really know how basketball does it, but I'm sure it's wrong. So that'll be a solo episode. <laughs> I can already feel that. <laughs> I, basketball. Both of, both of what you just said are true. <laughs> it is probably wrong, and it will be a solo episode. <laughs> Definitely wrong. Definitely. Episode. We're just gonna tell Sam we're coming, and, and then, then we won't come, and then he can just talk. <laughs> this is our rant and raving episode. <laughs> um. So we'll move down to 2011. Um. Micah, you're you're the second oldest here. On the podcast. Thank you. Um, so in 2011, there was a couple things that happened, but I'm curious what, what yours are. What was your one that stood out? Uh, the one that initially stood out to me was the Lions going to the playoffs. Okay. Okay. And, and there were some other big things. I'll bring them up in a minute. But I, I feel like that's the biggest one kind of at, at that point in time. Not, not now because you know what history has brought. Yep. But at that point in time, you're going, okay, here we go. We're going to go to the playoffs consistently at a postseason rate here. I mean, this is what's going to happen. We have the players in place. I mean, you, you went down and played the Saints and, and lost a heartbreaker. Yeah. But it, it, it seemed to have opened the door at that point to continue this postseason run. And it just it, – it, it wasn't really – You had the young stud quarterback. You yeah. had You had all the pieces, you know. Yeah, yeah, you had Calvin Johnson at his prime. Everything looked like they were just ready to take so, the next steps. So, exactly. You kind of took the words out of my mouth because at that point, this was Matt Stafford's biggest year. He passed for over 5,000 yards. Calvin uh, Johnson had over 1,600 receiving yards with 16 touchdowns, and not to mention you had Cliff Averill with a whopping 11 sacks hmm. and Kyle Vandenbosch right on his tail with eight. I love Kyle Vandenbosch. I there, loved Kyle Vandenbosch. There were some studs on that team. I mean, in, you you played a really good New Orleans team that year. Yeah. And, and it, it just kind of gave everyone that, that hope. I mean, even though it didn't end the way everyone wanted to, it was like, you know, that's a little piece of hope. Next year it's going to be better. Yeah. We're going to get better. We're going to get better. That's that's just what you tell yourself every year as a sports fan in general. Yeah. I, I think it, it felt like – that season it was the next like this was actually going to be a team that contends for the next three to five years 
and you had your quarterback throwing over 5,000 yards and absolutely carrying this team, it looked like that this was going to be something very, very special. I remember watching it with you at GP Sports yeah, that's at right. the Amway. Yeah. There was a big crowd. Everyone yeah. was pumped. Um, <clears throat> the other two that that uh, were written down as well, um, Tom Gores purchased the Pistons for only $325 million on June 1st, wow. 2011. I can't believe how – that seems like a very small number. It's a very small number because the real estate came with it. Everything came with it. Hmm. I mean, could you imagine winning the Mega Millions? Say you win like $600 million, you could have bought the Pistons and still had $3 million left over. Yeah, that is crazy. It's crazy. And, and they weren't that far removed from their streak yeah. of being a top franchise and top you know, uh, attendance yeah. numbers. And no. I mean, they were breaking attendance records year after year for a while. So you when know, they were yeah. good. Because yeah. yeah. in 2004, they won their championship. And for the next four years... They won their division. Yeah, they won their conference I think they made it title. To like the Eastern Conference <clears throat> Championship in two thousand five. Like they made, it, they made yeah. it like five or six five years, years in a row. I think. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, they weren't that far removed, but something wasn't stirring the Kool Aid. It wasn't enough. So Tom Gores comes in, purchases the Pistons, and well, the owner died, right? Who's the Who's the other owner? I believe that's yeah. that's why they sold was because he died. And, and if somebody wants to look that up, who it was? But Kyle, you got something here? Yes, I. He bought that at the most perfect time. Oh, yeah. So since then, things have just, in the NBA, in the NFL. Yeah, do we know how much over, they're worth now? $1.3 billion. Holy smokes. And that's a low number because every everything that's selling oh, nowadays. Oh, it's selling it's, way yeah, higher it's than like, it's worth. Yeah, and that's actually calculated on Forbes uh, in February of 2019. Okay. So I wow. bet it's higher. Yeah. Well, Tom Gores brings wealth. TV yeah, news. and one thing, one thing that I think is helping that is the d- development of the G League. The G League's growing, and sure. I'm sure they're all connected in a way that you're, when you buy the Pistons, you're also buying the drive. They're in Grand Rapids now. Yeah. We'll see what happens moving forward. But it's like that the, the growth of the G League is really bringing up the value of, of the leagues as a whole. Not alone. I mean, the, the, the TV's money's there. I mean, people love watching the certain teams in the NBA. It's yeah. not really a big product. Like, it, it's not like... I don't know. It's more of a regional sport, but you have the popularity from the big, you know, well, six to eight teams that have a legitimate shot at winning. Yeah, I mean, it's the same thing as baseball. Attendance is down, actually, for the NBA, too. And and their ratings on TV, actually, for the NBA is down this year, but revenues are still way up. So it's, it's still the apparel. Yeah. It's still the jerseys. It's still, uh, you know, the TV contracts and all that. Mm-hmm. So they, they're doing just fine. All so. they're missing is, is an absolute superstar in a draft or free agency, however you, however you do it, and they are going to explode. Because Detroit has been proven that they will follow teams that are successful. Unfortunately, in Detroit, there aren't very many successful teams yeah. as we speak. What's that like? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but with, with the weather the way it is, I mean, it also takes that team to get people out of their houses, out, yeah. you know, away from their TVs to go yeah. support. Yeah, yep. for sure. So the, the last thing I wanted to bring up, Justin Verlander led the league with 24 wins and. 828 win-loss percentage, a 2.4 ERA, 34 games started, 251 innings pitched, 250 strikeouts, and a .92 whip, which arguably earned him the AL Cy Young Award and AL MVP. That's insane. That year. 24 wins? 
I didn't realize 24. it was that high. Oh, yeah. He just couldn't lose the, that year. Those stats were league leading, by the way. Oh all of gosh. them. He, like, won the triple crown for pitchers, probably, right? Or almost. He would have if it wasn't for, I think, Anibal Sanchez or something, yeah, right? Think, yeah, he got beaten in the ERA by <laughs> yeah. Anibal Sanchez, I think. <laughs> Maybe. That might have been 2014. It might have been a different year, but yeah. yeah. That was a hell of a season. Oh he, yeah, and, and that was, that was the streak of his, you know, six-inning, seven-inning um, streak that he had, the consecutive starts at that, and then over 100 pitches. Like, he was just masterful you get yeah, to the seventh yeah. eighth inning throwing 101 mile an hour just it was he looks like he looks like the verlander of 2019 yeah you would tune in <laughs> and seriously watch the first inning unfortunately he gets through the first inning without a hit <laughs> and everybody's like buckle up i know it was the first like, inning no hitter <laughs> like that's what you mind is still that, that, that way a little bit yeah he yeah is. yeah yeah, yeah so. he throws 91 in the first. <laughs> yeah, and that's how he gets on base in the eighth. Yeah, yeah, those were all good. 2011. I, I, I personally think the Verlander MVP Cy Young it would be number one to me. But you can go either way. I think Gore's. If, if something ends up happening and they win a championship, that then that becomes a bigger deal. Um, but the, I mean, you look at the the Verlander winning the hardware. I think that's what stands out to me personally. But I think all three of those are really good. So we'll jump down to 2012. Um, Ryan, did you have one that stuck out to you on that one? Happy birthday, by the way. Oh, thank you. It is his birthday, so you are the third youngest or third oldest on yeah. on the podcast. Yeah, I'm just the, one of the young guys, right? Yeah, Me yeah. And you. But you just tied Mike and now in age. So. Oh, so I'm old. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Congrats. But so this was a little bit tricky for me because 2012, you know, is technically when the Lions played their playoff game from the 2011 season, right? It was in January. Yes, that year against the Saints. Against the that Saints. That was the Saints one, yeah. Which, yep. which I mean, you know, still the Sean Payton, Drew Brees combo. And yeah. Just, they were just not even close to you know matching up with them. Yeah. So is that the year the Saints won it or no? No, that was that was like 2007 or eight. Well, I, okay. I believe. Yeah, gotcha. it was after Peyton Manning was in his Colts days. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. Um. So, Michigan base is there one that stands yeah, out? Yeah, I'm gonna go to the Tigers. And I'll get a little more specific in a little bit here. But the Tigers, um, this was their the beginning of their really big push. Their yeah. push to win a World Series after really good seasons and competing every single year. This is when they decided they wanted to win the Central every single year. Yeah, when and they so, started to spend money and yeah, not just exactly. rely on what they were doing. It started, it was, the year started off by signing Prince Fielder, and they that, that was the commitment. The yeah. nine-year something, you know, crazy $290 million or whatever that number ended up being. Yeah. It, it was it was a big deal. Still making money. Still paying him. I, yeah. he is. <laughs> no, he sold that to. I'm looking. That well, no, we're, we're kept we kept that. most of it. Yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah so part what, of that. <laughs> so, all right. So then, long story short, you get to the playoffs. You beat the A's in a best of five. Takes all five games to beat the A's. You get to the American League Championship Series. Sweep the Yankees. Mm-hmm. Everybody's feeling great. You end up facing the Giants, who were not a very good team. The Tigers just had – they were completely stacked. They had the best team in the league in baseball and got swept. Didn't even show up. Didn't even show up. Pablo Sandoval, to this day, is one of my most le- least favorite players. I know. The For no reason oh other than gosh. what he did that series. Was that the start of Bumgarner too? I think it was, His yeah. dominance. Yeah. He was young, yeah. He was very young, yeah. But he had like three wins, maybe or no? Well, he no, just that was the, the two, that was right? the second, their one, next, four? their next titles when he did that. But oh, okay. I think he was involved in that one. Yeah, I think he was. He, yeah, he had just come up. But anyways, this is the year, 2012. Miguel Cabrera, triple crown, mm. uh, MVP, just had an absolutely unbelievable season. Um, I'm trying to look up the stats, but I'm thinking it's, jeez, 
What is going on? I think it was like 330, 44 home runs, 130 RBIs. Just oh, it was insane. Crazy. So, yeah, I mean, anytime you win a triple tr- triple crown, it's – I mean, when was the last time that somebody did that? I mean, it was a long, long time before Miguel Cabrera did it. I want, I want to clarify my stats because that yeah. was just off the top of my head. Okay. The real stats were 330. Spot on. Okay. 44 home runs, spot on, and 139 <laughs> RBIs. That was Holy low. Smokes. So, I mean, he just put together a, a crazy year. Season. It was awesome to see. He definitely deserved it. Um, and that, that was when we all knew. We already knew, but that's when we knew he was uh, Hall of Fame special. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. What he did in this decade, I know, like, the last couple of years, people have been very frustrated with him. You look back, he is probably one of the best, if not the best, baseball player in this decade. Basically what he did the first five to six years of it. It was absolutely insane yes. what this guy was doing in and, this decade. And he won uh, the best first baseman of the all-decade team. He, oh, he did? He okay. actually got those honors good. from the sure. MLB. I'm glad. And, and that, which was a little controversial because Joey Votto's been good for the whole decade. Yeah. I was going to say because I Pujols saw – And Pujols kind of fits that mold as well. Ah, uh, Pujols, no. He was a little earlier than Yeah, too okay. early. But, but Cabrera just – he his dominant stretch was so dominant it was Pujols esque. It was Pujols and Cabrera, and we haven't seen anything like that. You know, I guess Trout is you know even yeah. above them at this point. But talking first baseman slugger kind of thing, that they're above everybody else for sure. Yeah, I think that's that's exactly what I had written down. Triple crown. I mean, you can't. You it never happens. And it, and, and it, it was the first one since when was it? Nineteen. Uh, the Red Sox, dude. Yeah. Ustremski in 1967. The first one since 1967. That's insane. What else happened in 19? Or no, it was 57 that the Lions did that. I was, sorry. 67 but was a Super Bowl, right? Packers? Those, yeah, I don't remember. Second year. Was it? Second Super Bowl. Wow. Yeah, back-to-back. Brett Starr. So, yeah, Brett, I think I think Brett that's Starr. a good one. Uh, Bart. Bart Starr. <laughs> like, I, I, had, I had the Lions' first playoff game since 99, Brett which Starr. was against the Saints. That's the Saints that got mentioned. Um, the Triple Crown. Sweeping the Yankees was a big one, but also getting swept. I feel like the, it's it's Tiger Central there. Um, we'll jump down to 2013. I'll jump in there since I'm the youngest. Um, the one that stood out to me. Were you burping because you had, like, heartburn or something? No, or? I was trying to talk quiet. Oh, okay. I'm I like, thought you had heartburn. No big deal. He, he was getting emotional. Sounded getting emotional. like a burp cry almost. <laughs> like he was crying do, and burping. In the I thing. do that a lot. So, um, But for me, it was the Grand Slam against the Red Sox when, when they went to the World Series and, and beat us. I feel like 2013 was the year that the Tigers had everything lined up. They there was nobody in the in the NL that was going to touch either the Red Sox or Tigers, and and it got completely blown. It should have been the Tigers World Series, um, and just whatever happened. I, I, I blame managing, blame incompetent list, manager. blame that. It's 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 just too bad because that team was so good. We've talked about that before on the, on the podcast. How much the Tigers dominated that series and lost in six? I think it was. They had a no hitter going through six innings every game yeah. of every game. Yeah, <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> yeah every right? game of each series. You it, know? Yeah, it was crazy. The, the, the pitching staff is insane, and the, the lineup was unbelievable. And you just absolutely blew it, and it, it hurts. That year hurts badly, and it should be talked about. A couple other things that kind of I want to bring up. On a positive note, the Griffins win their first Calder Cup. That was a big deal in Grand Rapids. Um, but I, I thought Michigan's run to the to, to the title, and Trey Burke in general, I think he got player of the year that year. Um, he was absolutely in, incredible. He made that shot against, was it Kansas, that the shot was against? Uh, in yes. the, in, was it in the Final Four, Elite Eight? doesn't matter. A buzzer beater, or maybe yeah, it was I think Florida. it was Elite Eight, uh, if I'm remembering right. Yeah, I mean, that shot was absolutely insane. 
to, to, to tie the game and force overtime and then that went in overtime. That was, that was a fun team to watch, oh, wasn't it? Was it? So it was much a great fun. team. It was yeah. a really good team. Yeah. And and they were young. A lot of pros. And then they all left early, which I know it happens to everybody. But um, that was another one that I thought was was bringing up. Uh, another one that as a negative that stood out to me was was the, the Red Wings had a three one lead on the Blackhawks and they blew it in seven in overtime and that that just that sucks because that was kind of the last time the the Red Wings felt like true contenders and they they had a three one lead over the, I think the Stanley Cup champions so um, 2014 Kyle what stands out to you in, in 2014 uh, the big one for me would be the Michigan State. Uh, 100th Rose Bowl yeah. victory. And it should be. That, um, that was a big one. Conversely, the other thing that really stuck that when I thought 2014 was that that was the year they Michigan that Michigan hired Harbaugh? I believe so. Okay. Yeah. So that's two big stories for yeah. collegiate football in Michigan. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, I think the Rose Bowl. I mean, winning the Rose Bowl is a big deal. It was a bigger deal then, I think, because um, – What's up? Oh, sorry. It was it, it was a big deal, and the, being the hundredth Rose Bowl is, is kind of cool as well. Um, but yeah, no, that's why it stood out to me. A little yeah, bit. Like, yep. it, yeah, which it doesn't really matter at all. Yep. But, but the yeah. another one that stood out to me was the Winter Classic at the Big House was was a big deal. That set some records, right? Yeah, yeah, it was really cool. It's, I think still to this day, um, the the most intended hockey game in of yeah. all time, basically. Yeah, hundred, yeah, ten thousand, something like that. Yeah. So it, it was a, it was cool. A lot of fans from Toronto came down. It was basically split 50-50, it looked like, on TV. Um, but it was still just very cool to the way that, that that game turned out. So we'll jump down to 2015. Micah, I mean, uh, I, I think 2015 is a pretty obvious one. But yeah, it's so obvious. I at. think we're going to go to uh, 2016. So um, Yeah, let's just skip, Ryan. skip 2015. Yeah, uh, okay, and the ball is free! It's picked up by Michigan State's Jalen Watts Jackson, and he scores! I'm going to throw your computer against the wall. That was really loud, too. Gosh. Was it really? Oh, it was so loud. You just, like, made everybody take all their <laughs> it was important. Out. It was important. I couldn't hear it as well on mine. We'll have to keep it really loud. I had yours lower, but. Oh, um, that'll be the last time you strike that up because we're going into a new decade, and we forget about true. everything yeah. in the previous decade. Yeah, exactly. No, no, no. Race your computer. So, <laughs> scrub it clean. So, yes, obviously the biggest moment arguably in 2015 was trouble with the snap and that eventually turned into msu going to the college football playoff and that was the pinnacle of their dominance and unfortunately got absolutely dominated by the notorious alabama yep um but it was a fantastic run for sparty it was it was electric that year yeah there was just no stopping them seemingly it's it's one of the most crazy plays you'll ever see, and, and it's so and it's so yeah. cool that it's both of our teams. I mean, it sucks for Michigan. I I absolutely hear, hate hearing that 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 drop, and you know people talk about the trouble with the snap. Like it it makes me just so angry on the inside. But it's one of the coolest moments in the state of Michigan sports history, let alone decade. Like that is absolutely insane. It'll never happen again. I hope. Um, and it's just, I don't know, it's, there's no question that 2015, it should be trouble with the snap. And to go on top of that, the fact that that turned that program, like, to make the the, the Final Four is, is, is awesome. They made the college football playoff. <coughs> that is a massive deal. And without that trouble with the snap, it 
it would have never happened. Yep. So. Yeah. Um, that, that's a really good one. And there's no question that it, it should be. There's a couple other ones that stood out to me. I think the, the picked up flag, uh, on the Pettigrew pass interference against the Cowboys stands out. That was, I want to say it was like January 6th. So it was very early on in 2015. Lions made the playoffs, got screwed over. What else is new? Um, so yeah, that's kind of the other one that I wanted to bring up. Um, Ryan, we'll jump down to 2016. Is there one that stands out to you with this one? This is the year Calvin Johnson retired. It is. And all those memories of Barry Sanders came right back oh to Lions gosh. fans, and it was the same old Lions. And it is, it's all Lions' fault. You feel you start to hate him, even though he's been your favorite player for a long time. <laughs> and, so I mean, many feelings. Yeah, that was that was tough. <laughs> <laughs> that was a, that was emotional, right? I mean, oh it was, my gosh, yeah. that was like it's just emotional, right? Yeah, you don't really know how to process. I remember, I remember crying when Barry Sanders retired. Yep, and then because I mean he was just like everything to me at that point, and then. The same kind of feelings came back. I didn't cry. I'm not going to admit that on this, but yeah, it was. But it, it was, was tough. close. It like just brought up all the all the bad memories that we've had with Barry, and like then people are blaming the Lions. Like, oh, it's only the Lions that this happens because they suck as an organization, which they probably do. But is it the Ford family? Is it this? Is it, it's just there's I, I don't know. But it sucks. It yeah. just sucks. And that one is that the one that stands. Do you have another one? Or well, is I mean, that the Lions. The, you the Lions to? made the playoffs. That year, 2016, okay. going into 2017, right? You got to help me out with this. I I don't know if they did. I'm honestly. getting mixed up with the with the combo years and everything. Uh, the change of the year. I think yeah. the last yeah. time they made the playoffs, 2015, when they lost to the Cowboys. I don't think so Sam. The, they I don't think Sam really cares. I think Sam is specifically trying to get to one event that happened. I do have a good one. I have, I have a you, very good. Do you one. have one that you should jump in on? I mean, is it time? Because I'd love to. Hold on. Does it have oh, anything to do? <laughs> I don't have a drop for for this, but does it have anything to do with a team out of state getting upset over referee calls this past weekend? No, really. Okay, cool. MSU loses yeah. to Middle That's Tennessee. That's where I thought state. he was going. Yeah. <laughs> that and was fair. That's fair. Yeah. I, and that I, I also that had that written down because I'm looking at your notes. I just thought it'd be better if you brought it up. <laughs> I like bringing it up. I, love, I'll yeah, never forget yeah. that day. It's such a fun day. Well, you know what I don't forget is Denzel Valentine guaranteeing it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> guaranteeing a final Guaranteed four. a loss? <laughs> guaranteed a final <laughs> four or something like that. And then, I think he guaranteed a championship. Oh, it's a oh. tough game. Oh, oh my gosh. It, I mean, they it, did shoot like 70%. Oh yeah, I mean it was crazy. But it was the writing was like there's nothing. I'm, I'm not saying anybody. That whole every, game. Everybody else would have lost. Game. Everybody <laughs> else would have lost that game. I'm not just saying it was yeah. Sparty that that would lose it because it literally every single team that what they would have faced that day would have yeah. lost. No question. But it hurt. It hurt bad. And it's <laughs> it's kind of like you have the trouble with snap. I have this. Yeah. You yeah. also have the Appalachian State. Um, which hasn't come up. Luckily, that was a couple decades ago. It doesn't matter. <laughs> no one remembers. If you guys that. want to talk about it, we can. <laughs> no, I didn't mean to bring that. I up. do want to say that Wikipedia is telling me that the Lions lost to the Seattle Seahawks in the wild card. That oh, year. I did forget about the Seahawks. You're right. I okay. Yep. Yeah. No, you're right. My so, my apologies. Which I, is the last time they made the playoffs? Yes. Okay. They and made that, it. Yeah. And that game was not a good game either. No, it wasn't. The there Cowboys was, was the only game they had a chance. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. The Saints was a little closer than the score indicated, if I remember right. Um, and which year was that again? 2016. 2016, Lions? the Lions lost to, to uh, Seattle. Okay. All right. Don't ask me if that's the 2016-17 <laughs> yeah. season or if it's the 15-16. <laughs> Who knows? That, Who knows? Don't ask me that. Uh, Wikipedia just has one uh, <laughs> one year on there, and I'm going with that. <laughs> All right. All right. I'll take it. I'll take it. So I'll jump down to 2017. 
Um, the one that really w- was interesting, like there was a lot that happened this day or this year. Uh, the Griffins won another Calder Cup. Um, Mike Illich died, which changed the course of the Detroit Tigers. Um, it was the last game at Joe Louis Arena. It was the first game at LCA. But the really one that stood out was the f- it was the first time the Red Wings missed the playoffs in 25 straight years. That is an unbelievable run. Yeah. You know, nobody else has anything close to that in, in this type of this era. I'm glad uh, you're taking sports. it that way. That's kind of what it is. Like yeah. you have to look at it for what it is to a certain extent. Like it's an incredible run. It was. It's, it stinks that it ended. Yep. But man, 25 years. That, that that is a very very long time, and it's it's worth bringing. It, I mean, it, in a way that um, it's a negative, but also it's a positive because it it's is. kind of yeah. <laughs> celebrating what it was, and it was right. kind of a good way to end Joe Louis Arena. I would. I would hate to be going into the playoffs and all of a sudden you're wondering, all right, is this the last game? Or yeah. is this the last game? Oh, that's true. Or is this last? <laughs> like, you just never know. So it, it was a, a good way to do it in, I, in, in that way. Yeah, I think that is a good way or a good one because in that was the same year that the the Tigers completely turned into sellers. Okay. And Verlander got traded in 2017. So, I mean, like, this is when it was Michi- really Michigan sports kind of just nosedived. Mm-hmm. We didn't have our team to, to fall back on anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we'll jump down to 2018. I'll keep this one um, as well, just because I wanted to. Uh, the one that stands out to me is, is Michigan's run to the championship, but more, most importantly, Jordan Poole's buzzer beater was one of the coolest shots you'll ever see. That was. That was it was cool. just so cool. And the fact that it turned into a Final Four run, I think it was a, a final. They made the national championship game that year. Um, that it turned into that was, was a lot cool. If it turned into a, a banner, would would have been a lot cooler, obviously. Uh, we're talking about Michigan sports. There are no banners. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have any. That's as close to a banner as we're getting. Right it's now. insane. <laughs> it sucks. Um, so that that was really what stood out to me. Uh, there was nothing else in 2018 positive, really, or or negative, other than just how crappy all of our teams are. Uh, so we'll jump into 2019, which is coming to an end tomorrow. Um, 2019, Ryan, is there something that stands out to you in 2019? Um, they're just positive or negative for for the state of Michigan sports. Man, I don't, or negative? We can go negative here. You can go. You could have gone negative throughout the whole thing. This this year to me is it's unbelievable how pathetic our teams are at this point. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm and I'm one that can be a fan through the the low points because I can try to strategize with them and try to see if their moves are good and their whole rebuilding phases. But it's tough. It's tough to go through an entire baseball season, a whole basketball season, a whole hockey season. Football's always the same season. So, I mean, I don't know, man. It, that's, that's like, my feeling about 2019 Michigan sports. It's, it's just, just awful in general. It's just a hard year. It is. Kyle, I mean, is there one that stands out to you? Um, I would agree with Ryan. Yeah, it's, it's just tough. basically everything. Uh, the only thing I'll say, like um, – MSU making the Final Four, but again, well, yeah. that's no banner. That was good, though. Beating was Duke run. was huge. Yeah, yeah I mean that, that was that, yeah, that was a really good one. Sport wise, that was one of my highlights. I would say, but yeah, I, yeah it's, not, I, it's, not, I, it's not been a good. You know what? Year. I think yeah. almost I think, just beating Duke was. Yeah. It felt that was, like that a was our big season. <laughs> like, yeah, if we could hang that banner, yeah, beat like, Duke, beat Duke, <laughs> there would be like three. We beat Zion and RJ Barrett and Michigan actually. Put on a pretty good show. They played really this well this year too yeah. for basketball. So that Michigan State and Michigan, the basketball teams have really been good in recent yeah. years. Yeah. So th- those have been March has been some of the most exciting times for Michigan fans. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How about you, Mike? Is there one that stands out to you? 
I'm curious. Yeah. It'll probably uh, be the same one as mine. But the, the one I, I basically share that moment with you. I remember texting you um, in early morning in, I think it was springtime. Sam's a little upset. It's okay. It's all right. But, uh, yeah, I remember texting you and say, hey, you up? And I don't know, an hour went by, and he's like, and you're like, yeah, what's up? And you take it from here, buddy. This was this I mean, is your the, bread and butter. The, the day Eisman was hired was was such a, like, it, it felt like the win we needed as Michigan fans. Like, in this awful state of Michigan that we're, we're dealing with in sports right now. Like, that was just, it, and it's so sad that a hire is your biggest moment. Like, that's <laughs> by far the best yes, moment in 2019. Like, no question in my mind. And that's sad. Because it's just hope. We we're excited about hope. That is the best moment. But I mean, he's also it's, it's not just a good GM that that's proven. But it's it's our our guy. It's bringing yep. the captain. It's back. bringing yep. the captain. Back. It is bringing like all of our favorite players. But I I got emotional when it happened. I, I I'll never forget calling into Sean Bleagan's show uh, in the morning. I was just like giddy's a schoolgirl. I was just like running around the conference room at Stanley Lifters on the phone. Like yeah, I'm just so excited. Like I know it's gonna take a while. I know it's not a win. Like but it just feels so good because it felt like a win that He's we who I desperately heard it from. needed. Was I, it? Oh man, I was so excited. <laughs> I thought you were up already. <laughs> I think you might have been getting ready for work. Nonetheless, man. man, when you text me back, it was just it was just absolute tears of joy. It was like, all right, something good just happened. Something really good. Yeah. It was just a little bit of hope, is basically what you said. Yeah, it, and, and that <laughs> is definitely the the positive in 2019. It felt, like, it felt good. Felt good. We're excited. We'll see if it turns into anything. It might not, but who cares? We he came home and we're excited, and hopefully he, he saves us from this misery that we're in in Michigan sports. That's kind of the way I look at it. But agreed. Hopefully, there's something else that happens that's good coming up. 2020 is gonna be better. 2020 is gonna be the year. Everybody's gonna <laughs> win. Everybody love everybody. Let's New decade. <laughs> start early. <laughs> yeah. So now we're gonna jump into, you know, it, it, it's the end of a year. And this is our first year doing our podcast. What are we on? Episode 36. We're, we've, we've done pretty well. But it's the end of the year, so what we're going to do is we're going to give out the first Somsas Award. So State of My Sports Awards. Soms. Somsas. What did I say? Somsa. It's Somsa. Somsa. Seems yeah. like I would have practiced oh, this, but I didn't. It's Soms. It's Soms. I'm glad we agreed ahead Soms. of time. Yeah. At least me and Ryan did. The Soms. State of My Sportses. That's why you got to have the A. Somsas. All right. Yes, Samza. it has to have awards at the end, right? Samzas. Yeah, there you go. It's closer to Sansa, so we're good. All right, reset. <laughs> Start over. First, the first annual Samzas Award. Hold yeah, on, I'm starting. <laughs> I'm starting YouTube <laughs> over. <laughs> yeah, we're actually not cutting, but it'll be okay. It doesn't. All right, so we're gonna go through just some just some fun awards that we we decided to give out uh, this year for State of My Sports. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna start with the MVP of the year. Um, we we discussed this for for a long time. Uh, we some people brought up Galladay, some people brought up Matthew Stafford, which I think Stafford would have got it if he would have stayed healthy all year. Is that, is that safe? Mm-hmm. Safe. Uh, if yep. he continued that way, assumption yeah. there. Um. So, but Kyle, you came up like you brought up a name, and we all kind of just agreed. Like, there's no question that this is the way it should go. Do you want to share that that name? Yeah, I who, said. Who I wins said, this one? I said Cassius Winston. Cassius Winston um, wins. Out of a yeah, I mean Big Ten Player of the Year um, had an amazing you know obviously they fell short in the Final Four and everything but had an amazing year um, 
Yeah, I see your point about Matthew Stafford. If, if he's healthy the whole time, we might be having a different conversation. But yeah. if you're looking at one really bright, shining star, state of Michigan, I think that's it. Yeah. So well, I think we think that's it. So Cassius Winston, come up and claim your reward. Or award, not reward. Award. Can, award. We, get, can we get a little a award for, for Cassius it's, Winston here? No. So, oh, there oh, you go. Oh, hey. So gracious of all those okay. people. So good. Oh, so, golf clap. So, nice. so, so what we're going to do is jump down to uh, the rookie of the year. This one, was, it was basically, I came up with a name and everybody was just like, I mean, they, okay, right? There's really no good There's names. no good answer here. I think Giovanni Tavai was sure. one that got brought up. Yep, could have been. Um, Warrior, I think, was brought Warrior. up as well. And But you guys allowed me to kind of stick with this one. I went with... Uh, Philip Ronick. Philip, Philip Ronick. Thank you, Philip Ronick. Congratulations, Philip. He wins Rookie of the Year. He's just been a solid defenseman for the Red Wings. He's not putting up like unbelievable numbers, but he is the defenseman that this organization's been missing um, and, and is also young. So yep. very good to see that. Philip Ronick, congratulations on getting Rookie of the Year state of Samzas. Samzas? What, what Somza? Somza's his first one, <laughs> his first career Somza. <laughs> <career Samza. laughs> All right, so what we're going to do now is we're going to jump down to the least worst coach of the year. So and some, Wait, some could look at it as the best, but the least worst. <laughs> the because least this worst. is Michigan sports right now. Yeah, and <laughs> you don't really <laughs> have much competition. <laughs> this was a hands no, down. Yeah. I mean, he had a, a run to the Final Four. Uh, did they win the Big Ten championship last year? Yes tournament as well or just just the regular both, yes. season both they both. did they, won they the, did win both the championship as well tom Izzo, give it up tom for tom Izzo. Izzo. yeah tommy least worst coach of the year no question good for him he he we can always fall back on tom yeah. Izzo, right yeah, right to I a mean, certain extent you can <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's at least good enough to win an award right um let alone one of the most important awards in the state of michigan for right? sure i mean I'm, that's a that's a big deal no doubt about there's it. there's no better award that a coach can win in the state of michigan then the Samzos. That one. Yeah. What a moron! <laughs> <laughs> that was not towards Tom Izzo. No, it was for the, 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 the name of the <laughs> award. It should be the Sams Award. <laughs> still think it should be Sams, but anyways. State of Mize. Sports. Sports is... Okay. <laughs> you got to have A in there. But we'll right. have this whole thing renamed by next week. <laughs> Agree to disagree. Next year. We got a whole year to really iron this thing out. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> All right. So we'll move down to uh, more than half competent GM award. There's only one that's more than half competent, if you ask me, in, it, in the state of Michigan right now. It's so weird that it seems so easy, but he hasn't proven a whole he lot. He hasn't proven it. He, <laughs> he went out and got Fabry. He's done <laughs> one thing. <laughs> you give it to Steve Eisenman. I mean, can, can you not? You have to. Can you name a GM that's done better? Uh, no. Al Avila, <laughs> come on. Yeah. So Steve Eisenman, come claim your award. Stevie, why? There we go. We got the claps go. going there to be. He's eventually, so excited. Eventually, he looks so happy. Yeah, they start doing something. They clap. <laughs> this is <laughs> this is not going well. But we're gonna do it anyway. I, I hit it way before you tell me to. <laughs> All right, so we cross one out, but we're gonna move down to trade bait of the year award. You know, there's a lot of ways you can look at it. Who got traded? Who's gonna get traded? I went more. I don't know what I went with, but uh, I've had a lot to drink. There. <laughs> What'd you say? I've had a lot. To- <laughs> Thank you. Congratulations. There it is. Thank you. That's his first. Sam. All right. That's my first. I remember <laughs> too my much first drink award. Something. <laughs> Usually it ends on the the Fourth. porcelain f- throne. Right? Oh, there you go. <laughs> right. Uh, 
so trade bait of the year. I I thought of Darius Lakes. I feel like you could still trade him, get some value. Mm-hmm. Uh, you was brought up by myself when you guys weren't listening. Uh, but Blake Griffin is also another one if you can get something for him. But I think the winner of this one is Andre Drummond. So good for Andre Drummond. Congratulations, Andre Drummond. Yeah, Ryan, yeah. do you want to kind of expand on, on why we picked Drummond? Well, the Pistons are going nowhere. They're exactly where they have been for a long time. The experiment with Blake Griffin and him isn't working out, and he is performing. He's actually playing pretty well. And is healthy. And he's healthy, <laughs> yeah. and he's younger than Blake Griffin. So there's a lot of reasons why he's appealing to a team that's competing this year, and I think we're going to see his name quite a bit come February. Cool, yeah. cool. So we're going to move down to the most successful X of the year. So Aww. players that are no longer part of the Detroit, you know, life, but they still deserve awards. So, really? Oh, this, <coughs> Very you know nice this of could us. Have been, this could have been former college players that that went somewhere else, right? It was really successful. We didn't yeah, think I about guess it that's way. possible. If they transferred, I, I, I guess I would think of it like inside the NCAA still. Personally. Yeah, okay. But right. um, people, that, more people like, that broke our heart yeah. and left for for better right. life, basically. Fair enough. Let's um, the, the, it was a rough year, especially in baseball. I think Max Scherzer stood out. Um, he won a World Series. He, he didn't really perform in the World Series, so I think that's kind of why we didn't put him on the list. He did, it, man. He it, came back Well, the second time seven. he didn't. Right? Didn't he play game six? He he pitched game six? Or I don't remember. You he won in seven either. games, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he came back game seven and pitched like five or six innings and he couldn't even get out of bed three days before that. That's true. That's right. He's yeah. a warrior. You're right. You're right. So he, he had a good year. Uh Quandre Diggs. Don't start yeah, uh, okay, move on. <laughs> Quandre Diggs. You were the one that picked <laughs> It's Max Scherzer, man. I'm Max, I'm a huge fan. No, I, but you were the I one so that picked the other guy. So that's why I'm a little pissed oh, okay. that you're you're going against me now. Oh, I was yeah. trying to like did nothing. Fight. I was trying Fight. to downplay him so we could boost up the guy that won. Oh, okay. Uh Quandre Diggs does not win, but I think he left and, and he's gonna go to the playoffs. He's been, he's been solid for Seattle. Um but the winner Who is the winner? Justin Easy. Justin Verlander. Um I, I think he had a kid. I don't know if it was this year or not, with a, a beautiful woman. Yes, I think so. Good for him. He won a Cy Young. He had another list. really good year. <laughs> yeah, a list later on. <laughs> um, Justin Verlander, I think it's kind of more like he also won a championship since he's been gone, so that kind of oh, yeah. boosts it a little bit. Good for him. He he deserves he deserves the, the, the award. So come on up here, Justin Verlander. There you go. Right He's you. so excited. Why didn't you bring Kate up then is what I'm curious about. Yeah. <laughs> but or Kate yes. Verlander. <laughs> is it Kate Verlander now? She's yeah. not gonna rock that name. She didn't no do that. Way. No. <laughs> <laughs> She's probably worth more than he the is. The clock's so. ticking yeah. on that one. Oh ooh, that was bad. <laughs> that was not fair. Um <laughs> All right, so let's move down. <laughs> move down. What just happened? <laughs> I don't know. Let's move down to uh best hair. The best hair in the state of the Michigan. The best flow. The best flow. Micah, who was who yours that you, you brought up? I brought up Tyler Bertuzzi. Tyler Bertuzzi. So I love the hair, man. He's just He has that NHL flow going down the ice. He's he's just got that look, man. Yeah, and he does have – he did make the NHL All-Star game. He good sure did. That was announced tonight. Very good for Congrats. him. Congrats. Um, we went a little different direction. I mean, did – Ryan, who did you bring up? You brought up Dumbuya, right? Yeah, Siku Dumbuya. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's got crazy hair, man. He's yeah. got like, yeah, it just spikes everywhere. Just completely random. I kind of <laughs> like it. It's pretty cool for an 18-year-old kid just to come in and do whatever he wants. Yeah. Uh, but we all agreed on Daniel Norris. When yep. he's got the scruff going on the beard and he's got the longer hair. Yeah. 
with that with the hat and just he, being a baseball he looks player, like a, a good pitcher. like he's a good looking dude good for him yeah definitely. And, and he deserves to to win to win that congratulations award, so. daniel yeah thank you there we go all right so now this one we were talking before scapegoat of the year so i looked at it one way one way more like you know someone that's going to get fired and take the brunt like basically <laughs> take the brunt of of what happened so I was thinking MSU football assistant coaches, hopefully D'Antonio moves on and they're the scapegoats for that um, program. I also looked at Paul Pascaloni, who could be the scapegoat for the Detroit Lions. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to fire a coordinator if you're going to hold on to Patricia and Quinn and uh, Bevels. And there's no way that Bevels even. It's a good but way then, of looking but at the, it. But then Micah brought up a, a really good point, and I, I'd like you to announce this one. So who, who won scapegoat of the year? And explain scapegoat it a little bit. Scapegoat of the year was won by Matt Stafford, actually. Matthew Stafford. Get that. Wow, oh, so that's his so. first win, and, and he was honorable mention, so he's leading the pack. He's doing so, pretty well. There you go. So the, the way <laughs> – these so, awards are classic. So explain <laughs> Explain why, why you went with Stafford and why you sold us on it. Okay, so the way I looked at Scapegoat was for basically Quinn and Patricia's sake. It was – Matt Stafford's injury that kept him out, that seemingly kept the winning the, the Lions from producing a lot of wins, which probably would have happened had Stafford been there. And I think that's the reason that Quinn and Patricia get another year is because Stafford's their scapegoat to go, well, Stafford was injured, so we can't really – we don't really have this foreseeable future if – if we won or not, it's almost like know? this if year we, didn't count because yeah. he didn't, he wasn't in there the yeah. whole time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that was a scapegoat for them. I think that's a perfect winner. I think it's a perfect winner. He deserves to win, but I also think it's justified too. Yep. Because when as soon as he's gone, the the season went to crap. We didn't win a single game. There, we were in the easy part of our schedule. Games that we were supposed to kind of build on on these other wins that we got early on, but it never it never worked out. So, um, so now we're gonna go to. Uh, Lucky man of the year. And what we mean by lucky man of the year is behind every good man, there there's a woman standing behind him. Not behind him, next to him, kind of right there <laughs> with him and and being his better half, if you will. So we, we kinda we you could go several different directions here. You could go just looks, you could go um the, the who they are as a person, combination, combination, like all these things. So uh, there was a couple that came to mind for me. It was was Sam Martin, who, who's dating Nastia Lukin. I don't remember if he, for everybody that doesn't remember who Nastia Lukin is. She was the gymnast, who knows how many years ago, very successful. And now she's going to be the the voice, basically, uh, well, Ryan brought up. Yeah, I think she has been for a while now of, of for US, gymnastics. U.S. gymnastics. Yeah, and so 2020 is a big year for her. She'll probably be... The voice of the Olympic gymnastic yeah. team, you know, and she's she's a cute girl. She's very good looking, very good looking lady, and she's probably worth more than Sam Martin. And Sam Martin <laughs> already has a good gig just being a punter. Yeah, I mean, he, he, a punter. <laughs> <laughs> he considers himself a football player, and he doesn't even have to hit. Right. One thing with Sam Martin that I think is hilarious. So I listened to ninety-seven won the ticket, which is a Detroit station, a lot, and they advertise Sam Martin like a hair transplant. Oh, really? <laughs> like he's he's the the face of a, hand, a hair transplant person awesome. out in Detroit, which is it's pretty that funny. Was, so I don't know if he was bald at was, one point. Well, that was probably Nastia's idea, yeah. It, either that or is that's <laughs> what got her to, right behind him. to date him, you know? Maybe it was just, yeah, right. <laughs> I like it. So uh, Sam Martin was was an honorable mention. Um, we don't know much about Justin Advocator's wife other than she's she's a very, very good-looking 
woman. Um, honorable mention. Seems nice. Through that as well. She seems but, nice. But uh, who, who won for us, Kyle? Do you remember? Like, who did we all decide on? Ooh, I think it was um, Kelly Stafford. Yeah, Kelly Wasn't Stafford. It? But With Matthew Stafford wins the award. What? So. Oh, sorry. Correct. Yeah, yeah. sorry. He is I breaking uh, it in. So Matthew Stafford wins the award. I this is it, the yeah. second Psalms award for Matthew Stafford. Yeah. He's that's killing two. it. Third honorable mention. <laughs> oh, that's hey. cheering. I think. That's cheering. Wow. It sounds wow. like a seagull in the wind. The crowd is. <laughs> I think Sam Martin was actually booing. Did I hear <laughs> is that, that what it was? He's yeah. not happy yeah. with him. This site is attacking my <laughs> MacBook. No, but good, good for Stafford. You know the way that. She jumps into the community. It is unbelievable. She does a great job with that. Yeah. What she went through with, with the brain tumor and the recovery to that, and she has twin girls and then a, another baby girl. So, I mean, just the Staffords alone and the way that they, you know, put themselves out there with with the community in Detroit is, is awesome. Hands down, Stafford, Matthew Stafford, has a wonderful wife at home, not to mention she's beautiful. So, Good for, for for Matthew Stafford. That's an award that I think everybody would like to win. He's very lucky to have her, and she's actually lucky to have him to him too. They're they're luck, both very blessed to they have each other. Very happy should, together. Yeah, they yeah. do. We should, maybe we should change this to the blessed man award. Yeah, for, for next year. Yeah. Remember that. All right, write that <laughs> write that down, Sam. Yeah. Wasn't wasn't Stafford high school teammates with? Clayton Kershaw. Clayton yeah, Kershaw. people it's, don't bring that up enough. Yeah, we should talk it, about it that. It never gets You guys didn't about. know that? It's unbelievable. I had oh. no idea. And Jerome Bettis is from Detroit as well. I think he Incredible. is. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible. Like, just stuff that just blows your mind that nobody ever talks yeah, about. It's just like, nuts. I think uh, Barry Sanders is number 20. <laughs> yeah. <I think laughs> These are right. the things we need to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> the stuff that Sorry. nobody knows. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. So this is going to be a fun award that will probably get thrown in the dumpster because it is the Dumpster Fire of the Year Award. Um... I, I, there were two that really stood out to me, and I don't remember which one we landed on. Um, but I, I was looking at Lions defense and the Tigers roster, and I think that's what we stuck with here. With was the Lions or the Tigers roster in general? The offense was terrible. Yeah, the pitching staff, due to injuries, became even terribler. You got it. More, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, yeah terribler word. Um, Taylor Blair. Blair. Oh, it's a state of my sports word. <laughs> yeah, so there's a not the clapping. First. The that, was actually, that was actually clapping for Sam. <laughs> oh, was it? Oh, shoot. That's my second award today. And so now thank you. for Detroit. I'm tied with Stafford. Uh, yeah, there we go. <laughs> uh, so that, yeah, the, the Tigers roster in general is, is a complete dumpster fire. Uh, we watch them because we love them. And we watch because you got to watch a dumpster fire, right? Yeah, everybody <laughs> you, loves you it. You don't turn away from it. So. Ooh. Um, this is the one that, you know, I, I worded it in a way that I think got very inappropriate. Um, no, it's I, okay. I went with it anyways. We had a really good Just go discussion it. about it. Extend this man award, which I was going for, <laughs> like give him a new contract because their contract is, is going to be expiring within the next year or so. And so extend this man award, uh, Anthony Mantha or Kenny Galladay were the were the two that I brought up. Um, did we, did we, Ryan? Do you want to announce who who we decided I, on this, or do you remember? We, yeah, we decided Kenny Galladay. Kenny Galladay is the extend this man award winner. Whoa! Yeah, <laughs> our That's, clapping wow. machine is broken. Yep. It's broken. So, nothing's working. That's uh, the man that we want to extend. Yeah, uh, I've been I mean, wanting to extend him for some time. Really? <laughs> nice. As a group, collectively. There it is. There it is. <laughs> All right, Kenny G got his. his, first got one. his oh boy! Yep. I, I think Mantha deserves a new contract as well. 
He's a restricted free agent at the end of the year, but I'll let you guys have this one. So our last award for the night. This has been a beautiful award show. I appreciate you all for watching, all for listening, and you guys being part of this. The, our, our council here in the voting has yeah. gone extremely well. We only cried twice. I mean, I only cried twice. There was only two punches thrown during discussion. Minimal this, fights through, off Yeah, there. through this yeah. whole um, you know voting process. We got to the end here. The six to midnight moment of the year. This is this is a really big one to me. This is the biggest award. Not, I mean, this is the longest award. It's also yeah. kind of like extend this man award. Right? Yeah, this is, exactly. We this, were. <laughs> this is the hardest award. <laughs> it's exactly. That's what she said. Yeah, we were at six, now and then at, we extended this man to yep, get to midnight. To get to midnight. So that's how we get to this. this all right. Is, yeah, so anyway, the six to midnight moment of the year. I, there's a couple honorable mentions that definitely deserve to be mentioned. Um, which is why they're honorably mentioned. Um, MSU beating Duke, I think, came very close to, to, to winning this award. Um, it's a big deal. It was a very big deal. Not only like in the state of Michigan, but just like nationally. Everybody was rooting against Duke, but even though the Duke... Eh, not you know, Duke. side note, Duke actually came out to play Michigan State. They don't ever leave the ACC area. Yeah. Uh, another honorable mention, Michigan absolutely wiping the floor with Notre Dame. That was so nice to see. Not everybody loves it in the state of Michigan. What, what, this last year? This past year. They, they in w- football? What did I say? I said Notre Dame, Oh, right? no, no. I I'm just he, trying to get... I think he's looking for a King Kyle. Yeah. I'm oh, just yeah, trying King to get, Kyle. <laughs> okay. I'm just trying to get clarification on something that nobody King, said would King happen, Kyle. but I did. You want to push the... You want to push I'd the like deal. my own award. So King Kyle gets a... There, yes. Right, he gets, he gets an award. <laughs> but <laughs> the true. winner that literally... I mean, it, any hockey fan in, in the state of Michigan... Would would have gone six to midnight, right around six o'clock in the morning, when it was announced that Eiserman was going to be the new general manager for the Detroit Red Wings. So nice, Steve Eiserman. Congrats, congratulations. I, I can't even get out of my seat to get another beer. Right yeah, now. my six to midnight Just is do is inappropriate. It. Right. Just stay where you are. Yeah, I'm going to stay right His here. His second one, right? Yeah. Number two? So yeah. Now Matthew Stafford, Steve Eisman, the big winners for the night. Yeah. Very nice. I think Sam has two. I think I had two awards for screwing up awards. <laughs> Got it. Um, <laughs> Got which, it. I mean, if we, if we count those all year long, there's no way I'm going to lose that award next year. I'm no, back-to-back champion, yeah. no doubt. Dumpster fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but if we count them all, there's no chance I'm not going to win the dumpster fire. So good. congratulations, Steve Eisman, on, on winning uh, – Six and midnight moment of the year. Um, very proud of him. And make something happen, buddy, to make us stay at the midnight. Yes. Right? For sure. So thank you, Eisenman. Um As everybody knows, the Detroit Lions did not make the playoffs. Um, don't get the clap going, Kyle. So don't even. No. Nope. No. Nope. Okay. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to. Yeah. They, <laughs> they missed the playoffs. There we go. Boo that. Boo that, man. Standard Ford Field crowd there. So, <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was recorded at Ford Field. <laughs> <It was>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what we're going to do is we're going to adopt a playoff team, and we're going to have some fun. We'll come up with a a, a winner, whatever the winner gets. I, I don't know. We never come up with these before before shows. I mean, we probably could have if people replied to text messages, but no feelings were hurt in the making of this podcast. So um, we're just going to adopt a team. What kind so, of... I'm still waiting on my award. For <laughs> what do you for mean? We got you. We got you the the hops, the, the hops thing. <laughs> you should respond. I respond more than Ryan does. <laughs> you all win. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the least responding 
<laughs> the least responder text award goes thank to you. Thank you. It's a tie. Ryan <laughs> 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 and Kyle. <laughs> Micah just likes stuff. Yes, and laughs that, at stuff. That blows like, my mind. I don't understand. But it counts as a, it counts as as a text. text yeah. It sure does. You guys should learn how to do that. But because it's, <laughs> it's all I'm doing from now on. Yeah, it just, just like, like completely <laughs> just retypes it out. I don't get it. It's be like, hey guys, the podcast is canceled from here on out. Kyle's gonna be like, like, like. <laughs> Mike, Mike is gonna do like, ha ha. <laughs> You're gonna get all the response like right immediately. So I, I didn't tell you guys this, but this is the last episode for the rest of the year. Hold on, let me get my cell phone. I can't do this anymore this year. <laughs> I'm going to. Oh, no. Nah. <laughs> yeah, that's too much. Right? Dad joke. <laughs> no, all right. All right, so we're going to adopt a playoff team. Actually, we're going to do a little snake draft. We're going to all have three teams. Whoever wins, wins. We'll come up with something fun for them to, to do, maybe a punishment or something. See what I did there? Ryan's going to win. You know, I said punishment. You know what? Nice. <laughs> Hold on. It's going to be an embarrassment <laughs> I if he loses. I whispered that. Yeah, so all right, let's just, have a, let's just get into this. We're, yeah, let's do it. We're wasting time. So, Ryan, start us off with who is your first pick for your adopt the team draft, man, I feel really obligated to take the Ravens here. Just everything Lamar Jackson's done this year and the way they look as a team. Oh, what? Oh, and the AFC is so tough. I'm I'm gonna still take him. I'm gonna go Baltimore Ravens first pick. Ravens, it's a good like pick. Good pick. It's tough though. Chiefs are good, man. They are good. Patriots, Texans, they're stacked. Yeah, I think he's just. He's, he's trying. He yeah, didn't mention geez. a team that he wants in the second round. Mm-hmm. So, Micah, who's your first pick? Reverse I'm going with a little bit of a reach here. I'm going to go with the Saints. The Saints? I like the way they're playing right now. I was going to take the Saints. Drew Brees looks third. very nice. Huh. There we All go. Right. Looks nice. God, that was weird. Nice. He looks very Kyle. good. Kyle. Give me the Chiefs. King Kyle is going to take the Chiefs. Which I don't, I don't I'm like okay it. With that. I'm okay with that. All right. I'm, I'm lost here. Um, we'll figure it out. There's only been three. So far. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, how, Kyle <laughs> took the cheat. <laughs> you don't have to write it down. You can just listen to the podcast. <laughs> That's later. a great point. I can, and I can write it down. He's frantically <laughs> writing, like I don't know where I am. I cannot keep up. <laughs> All right, I am going to take the 49ers, basically Whoa. because uh, a guy at my work, Kyle, who I work very close with, his buddy from Rockford, Rockford, uh, work or plays for the 49ers, so. I'd love to cheer with Kyle for the 49ers. So that's nice. what I'm going to go with. You say he plays for the 49ers? Yeah. Uh, Joe. Who You're pointing at me, but I'm supposed to come up with an answer. <laughs> All right, this is not good because Kyle's going to be pissed now. <laughs> yeah. Um, that, He's from Rockford. This is Left mom, tackle. This is yeah. mom teach at Jensen. Yep. I know. He I think to, so. Yeah, Maybe. Cardinals. No. Um, 49ers. Yeah, used to be Cardinals. Oh, used to be Raiders, it? right? Boy, All right, this is not going. Somebody look it later. up. Somebody look it up. But I'm taking the 49. How do I miss this? Right. This is not going well. And then I'm going to take Staley. You talking about Stanley? Joe Staley? Yes. Staley. Oh yeah, you're right. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Of course. Thank you. Um, I'm going to take. Course. I'm going to take the Patriots because I like the Patriots and I want them to win another one. So um, that's where I'm at. So we are back to Kyle. Kyle, who are you taking now? This is tough because I really want to take the Packers just to spite Micah. Micah. You should. Even though he wouldn't take the Packers, then he'd be happy either way. He wouldn't take the Packers? Would you take the Packers? All right, just I'm pick somebody. I'm telling you. We're going to keep this thing For rolling. For a second pick, he would take the Packers. Come on, He, he would, yeah. Yeah, I want the Packers. 
All right, he's taking the Packers, even though they suck. Micah, who you got now? Oh, this is hard. I wasn't going to take the Packers. That's what um. she said. <laughs> Wait, she, she said what? something about the hard thing, not the hard thing. I wasn't right. going to take the I was <laughs> delayed on that one. Also, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I think I'm going to do – I'll go with the Seahawks. Seahawks. Oh, dang it. I hate that team. Me too. Me too. Seahawks. I hate that coach <laughs> so much. He yep. sucks. He's an asshole. Oh. We just left. I think we just left Ryan with who he really wants. Ryan, too. who do you got? Well, I get two in a row here, right? Yeah. You're saying we get three teams? Yep. So the Ravens are off. Patriots are off. Chiefs. Um, I am going to take the oh geez, Texans. Oh, that's a good pick. Next one. All right. And who else? And another. Oh, geez. Just take the Vikings. They got the same odds. I think I probably will. Or the Titans. I don't know. The Titans are a little. I'm going to take the Vikings. Vikings could go on a run. Uh, I, play, like, I like their defense a lot. Big play cousins. I like their defense. That's what I call them. They have a defense that can beat anybody. Yeah, they could. So, All right. Micah, who's your last pick? I'm going to go I, – I guess I'll just go with the Bills. That's foolish. Yep. But I like it because that just leaves me a chance at the other two. Kyle, you're up. Who's left? Eagle, Eagles, Eagles and Titans. Eagles and Titans. I want the Eagles. Dang it. Dude, you got to steal with the Titans. I disagree, but I'm going to take them anyways because right. I have to. A, st- a steal? <laughs> I wouldn't say a steal. Yeah, last ones. Eagles are terrible. Oh, come on. Terrible. Yeah, but they have home field in week one, yeah, which is care. a major benefit. So there we go. Those are the picks, the adopted team. If you guys like what you're hearing, please listen to our podcast, State of MI Sports, wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you guys are listening to the podcast, find our videos on the YouTube. Um, just search State of MI Sports, and it'll come right on up. So it is time to strike up the music. And make some picks, but before we do, I want to remind everyone to stop into the Hops Brewing and Cafe for your game days, date nights, business lunches, or your night out with friends. The Hops is always the right pick for whatever you have going on. Uh, They have Taco Tuesdays, Stein Night on Wednesdays, and great weekly deals for Mug Club members and, and everyone else in this world. They have great beer, great food, and it's the official brewery of state of my sports in 2022 or 20 2020 not 22 yet we'll work on 22 we'll see we'll see we'll see so what we're gonna do is uh, so last week ryan went two and four kyle thanks to micah or thanks to jared i'm really struggling here went four and two yes micah went a massive five and one to jump into the hunt here and i went three and three so after week 17 Ryan, you had a rough week. You're at 45 points. Kyle's only two behind with 43. Micah and I are at 39. We're behind, but we're in striking distance. We've got a few more weeks ahead of us here, so this is time for us to make a move. Yeah, look out, boys. So, Ryan, you're still in the lead, so you're going to start by picking the Texas-Utah game, the Alamo Bowl. Utah is minus seven. Where are you going with this one, Ryan? Jeez. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Utah with this one. 
Utah. Uh, I just don't trust Texas at all. They could show up and make it a game, but I just they're so unpredictable. Yeah. All right. Uh, Kyle. Utah. Same reason. Don't trust them. All right. Micah, me or you first? What are we doing? Rock, paper, scissors? Let's go. Sam Rock, goes paper, first. Scissors. Oh. oh. First of all, he threw way after Micah <laughs> and did. And I still got it wrong. And still messed it <laughs> so up right, somehow. Yeah. So, all right, all right, Micah, you so go. So rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> we'll do it on rock, paper, no, scissors. No, he messed it up. Sam has to go first. You went like. You, you kept it in your hand like five times. Utah. <laughs> After you saw that Micah threw scissors. And Sam. still threw scissors. He still threw scissors. <laughs> I'm going Utah because Texas sucks. Thanks, Kyle. He was like one <laughs> finger at a time, too. It was, uh, started with this one, though. <laughs> I got the. Oh, all right, so good. I went Utah. Micah, where are you going with this one? Utah because they have the number one defense. That's fair. Mm. That's fair. That's All right, so we're jumped down to the Outback Bowl. We got Minnesota against Auburn. Auburn, a seven and a half point favorite. Ryan, where are you going with this one? I'm going to stick with Auburn on this one. The favorites are going to keep winning. Um, I think Minnesota's exposed a little bit against really good competition, so that'll continue. All right, Kyle. Same thing. Sorry, I had Auburn as well. I, do, I think Minnesota's good, and I think they're on the right path, but it's their first year making some waves, and I don't know. I like uh, Auburn. All right, I actually went with Minnesota. I, I think Auburn's championship and like big game was against Alabama. They're going to have a big letdown. Minnesota still has a ton to prove because they need to prove that they can play with the big boys. So I'm going to say Minnesota finds a way to, to actually win this game outright. I'm, I, I, I've really? been winning. Yeah. Where about you? Uh, I've got Auburn for the same reasons that Ryan had. I mean, they – they only lost to Auburn by nine. Only lost to LSU by three. Wait, Auburn lost to Auburn by nine? Or did I say? What did I say? He said you suck at rock paper scissors, and Kyle <laughs> saved your butt. Gosh. Okay. <laughs> no, Auburn first only of all, he lost. Tied you. <laughs> man, oh man. Ryan, that side of the table is You're a not the only one struggling tonight. <laughs> Auburn lost to Florida by nine. Auburn lost to LSU by three. And Auburn lost to Georgia by seven. And beat Alabama. And they beat Alabama. That's pretty good. Dude, pretty good I resume. Just, I, I I don't see how they're going to lose to Minnesota. I don't see it. So Auburn. All right, All right cool. That that gives me time to, cool. to make up space. Make up make up ground. Points. Points is the word. All right. So we got the Rose Bowl. Wisconsin against Oregon. Oregon is a two and a half point underdog against Wisconsin. Ryan, where are you going with this one? Man, I'm going back and forth with this one so much. I'm going to stick with the Big Ten. They have proven themselves <laughs> so far. That's your first time picking against, the Big Ten. Yeah, yeah, against, so oh, well, no, I picked Ohio State. So oh, it's, okay. yeah. Who was the better team, by the way, Yes, in my opinion? I agree. But uh, I'll go Wisconsin. I think they've got a lot to play for in their own minds, and, and they've got a lot of seniors that want to – are they are they, wait, are they all playing? I don't, I don't even know. Look man. into that. I don't pay attention to that stuff. Taylor is he is he running or no? I'm sure he is. Yeah, I, he's he's in the Rose Bowl. I mean, seems the Rose like Bowl is still would. a big deal. Yeah, so. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Wisconsin as long as all of them play. If they don't all play, I'll go with Oregon. <laughs> Can I do that? <laughs> ah, that's not it's how it works. Nice <laughs> <try>. <laughs> Wisconsin. No, you, all right, Wisconsin. Kyle, where are you going? Wisconsin. All right, Mike. Or no, it's my turn. <laughs> I'm gonna take Wisconsin again. I'm gonna go Big Ten, baby. So that's what I'm rolling with, Micah. Wisconsin. They're number one in it's time a sweep. of possession right now, and it's a sweep. they have Jonathan Taylor too. Jonathan Taylor two or ta- Jonathan Taylor? Uh, Jonathan one? Taylor two point Thomas. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Yes. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I never realized that was the same name. Mine. I, now blown. you did. No, it's not. They're missing one. 
Oh, there's. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Okay, I got what you're saying. All right, <laughs> jump down to the Sugar Bowl, uh, Ryan. We got Baylor against Georgia. Georgia is a five and a half point favorite against Baylor. Where are you going? So I'm going to go with Georgia on this one. I think with the time that their offense has had over the last few weeks, I think they can fix a lot of the issues they've been having all year. And Baylor in the Big 12 has been exposed like Oklahoma did. So I'm going to go Georgia. Kyle? I got Georgia as well. You were hoping. You were hoping I I was going to go opposite. (laughs) (laughs) I went Georgia as well. Like like Ryan said, the Big 12 is just not that great. garbage. Um, And they're going to get exposed against an SEC team that – that still wants to, to play some ball, so um, they're going to wipe the floor with them. Micah? Uh, I hope you're wrong. I'm going with Baylor. I'm going with Baylor on a gut feeling. It's such it's such a scary pick for me, just Baylor on a gut feeling. I, I don't, there's no other way to say I like it. it. So. I like it. So we'll jump down to the big game here for Michigan. We got Michigan in the Citrus Bowl against Alabama. Alabama's a seven-point favorite. Ryan, wh- where are you leaning on this one? I would love to pick last for this one. Nope. Sorry, you're oh, leading. I can't do that. So. I mean, my mind tells me I should pick Alabama, so I'll just do that. And I'll hope I'm wrong. It's one of those win-win situations. Yeah, I hear you there. All right, Kyle. Alabama. I'm taking Bama as well. I mean, I'll just be content. If I'm not going to be happy. If they lose but by seven... If, if Michigan loses by seven, it's almost like, oh, good job for being competitive. It kind of feels that way. Yeah. And that's sad. But it's, it's kind of where they are. Yeah. Um, I'm going to take Bama uh, to cover the seven. I hope I'm wrong, but that's what I'm rolling. Micah, are you going to be a slappy? Or where, where are you going? No, with I'm one? not going to be a slappy. No? No, it, it's it's Alabama, unfortunately. It's Bama. But, I mean, prove me wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think people forget. I'd love to be proved wrong. I think people forget, like, how close the LSU game was, too. And for, LSU, for Bama? Yeah, and yeah. LSU looks unstoppable. Yeah. But they were right there. They had, yep. they had the, all the chances in the world. Yeah. All right, so we'll jump down to some NFL. We got uh, Wild Card Weekend this week, and we got four games that we're going to pick. So we got a lot of games here on, on, the, on the, the picks here this week. So uh, we got Bills at Texans. Texans are a three-and-a-half-point favorite. This is Saturday afternoon. Ryan, how are you feeling about this game? I feel really good about it. I think the Texans are going to win. Bills have a good defense. Sean Watson's going to rip them apart. Rip, right. rip them up. That was like gruesome. Yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> they're gonna win. <laughs> they have a good dark. defense, but they're gonna be ripped apart. They're gonna be ripped apart. Limb <laughs> by limb. They will die. All right, Kyle, where are you going? <laughs> I have the Texans as well. All right, I, I actually went with the Bills. I think the defense is good enough to keep it close, and I really like what the their quarterbacks doing. What's Ky- is it? Allen. Kyle. Is it not Kyle? Kyle? Not no, Kyle. No, no, no. Josh. Josh Allen. Thank yeah. you. I get the, there's so many He's Allens. He's physical, isn't he? The, the fact that I knew that and you guys yeah. didn't is pretty impressive yeah, to me. Yeah, Kyle's showing his, <laughs> showing his stripes oh, here. Kyle yeah. Allen is uh, <laughs> Panthers, right? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Who, who is the future for them and then wasn't. <laughs> and then it was absolutely terrible. <laughs> Josh Allen is, is, a, is good enough. Um, I think it's just going to be a, a, a good game. I, I, I think it's going to be 23-20. Um, the three and a half, I, like, I, I, I'm just going to take the Bills to cover. And I'm glad that you guys took the Texans, so so I can gain some ground. Hopefully. Yeah, we're worried Bills, about your picks. Mike is taking the Bills as well. That's Bills, their their defense is going to be able to slow down <coughs> that Texans offense, and I, I think with the their shaky offense, it, it'll be enough to get the so job done. So we got the leaders against the bottom feeders. We'll yeah, see in like that game, and it rhymes too. 
didn't mean to do that. Bottom <laughs> feeders. <laughs> and, it's, and it really kind of solidifies <laughs> our choice here, too. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly why they're the leaders. <laughs> every, time they, every time they pick together against us, I'm like, good. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was leading for most of the year. You're going to regret that. <laughs> yeah, it changed. Didn't I probably will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm way behind. All right, so now we got t- Titans at the Patriots. Patriots actually playing on Wildcard Weekend. I can't remember the last time they did that. Uh, like 10 years <laughs> ago. <laughs> I have no idea. Like, I was just... I thought they said somebody said like this decade. It's the first. Wow. Or I, that that seems. You're long. probably right. I mean, it's two of my teams. So, um, Ryan, where are you leaning with this one? Four and a half points for for uh, Titans are a four and a half point underdog. I everything in me wants to pick the Titans because I think they're a pretty good team. They've got a good thing going right now, and they have a dangerous running game. Their passing game is turned around. I don't know. I'm not going to bet against. Tom Brady at this point, so I'll go Patriots. All right. Kyle? Tom Brady. <laughs> Not even Patriots, just Tom Brady. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Pats as well. I, this feels like a 7-9 to nine point victory to me. Um, it's going to be close until the end because the Titans are pretty solid. They, I like they what Ryan good. Tannehill's yeah. doing. I think he's he's been pretty yeah, solid. Yeah, they look good. He, yeah. Um, the running game is that Derrick Henry yep. is good. Mm-hmm. They yep. have a good one-two punch as well, so I forget who the other guy is. But, I mean... It, it's the Patriots. You got to take the Patriots until the, they prove everybody wrong every year. Yeah. Seems like that's, so. That's the thing. It'd yeah. be foolish to bet against them at this point. Yeah, I agree. Mike, are you foolish? <laughs> that's sometimes. That's a loaded question. Got to be honest. <laughs> but uh, no, I'm going to go with the Patriots. Everything on paper is just it, it's it shows Pats for me. It should be an easy win. Pats by ten. All right. So now we're going down to the Vikings at the Saints. Saints are a six point favorite. Ryan, where are you going with this one? I'll go with the Saints. I don't think Kirk Cousins has any success in New Orleans. Kyle. Saints. Are you just copying Ryan at this point? No. I have this actually. <laughs> yes. For one of the first times ever, I, I only have copied Micah, picks? which I need to rethink apparently after the <laughs> last. <laughs> every time I've been making a choice, he keeps shaking his head like, ah, oh, geez. Well, every time it's like, oh, like, like we're sharing so notes over So Ryan here. reading your screen is the question. All right, so I'm going to – because he's just trying to keep his his lead. I'm going to take the Saints as well. I feel like I should take the Vikings. It's just – I don't know. I, Drew, I love Drew Brees. I love that guy. I do love guy. him. I he's do. He's so good. It's kind of felt like their and year And Alvin Kamara is starting to pick it up. He had it a couple touchdowns. It felt like their year. That's why I'm a little – I feel like, like they, you took them. they're the team that can win it all in, the, yeah. in, the, in my eyes. But they're also a team that can the, lose first round. Because yeah. yeah. that's yeah. not an easy game against that Vikings But they've defense. got a lot on their mind after last year and the yeah, call and you know, all that stuff against them. In the NFL, a lot of give, motivation. give them the, the calls this year, hopefully. Mm-hmm. So, Mike, where are you going with this one? I went Saints. I, Everybody I, else went Saints. I'm going with the Saints. They're peaking at the right time like they usually do, and the Vikings are actually slumping at the Yeah, they looked time. really yeah. bad against the Packers on Monday night. Um, looked a little better last week. The but Bears? they were all like, but they yeah, but lost. they yeah. still yeah. lost. But no, they actually, yeah. What was they they looked, they looked pretty yeah, bad. I don't again. know what I was thinking when I said that. No, uh, I think they mistakes. dropped three of their Start last four, up, didn't they? <laughs> Dumpster yeah. fire award goes the same. I'm I wish they still had that applause. Count it. <laughs> count it. Um, so we all went Saints for that one. So last game, uh, this is Sunday night-ish, I believe. I don't know what time it's at. But uh, Seahawks at the Eagles. Eagles won the division, That's are a one-point <laughs> underdog against the Seahawks. Where are you guys going with this one, Ryan? You start us off with this one. <laughs> to me, this is the easiest pick out of all of them. I'm going to go see the easiest, Seahawks. Yeah. Seahawks. I don't trust the Eagles at all. I don't care if it's at Philadelphia. This is Seahawks. Yeah. Kyle? 
Seahawks. All right. I just sat on my computer. I'm like, hey, are you going here? <laughs> Ryan's like, yep. yep. <laughs> so you guys went the same. You guys went across the board the same picks. Yeah, we did that on purpose. Yeah, yeah I'm sure you did. I Nobody you can guys. catch us. No, we have a chance. We got. I got two games different. So that was unintentional. Legit. All right. Yeah. All right. So I, I. Oh, actually, uh, maybe three. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Uh, I went Eagles, mainly Ooh. because they're home. I think they're going to do it. I don't. I, nice. Like, I, I I hate the Seahawks so much. I you, hate Pete Carroll. Like, I don't think he's anyone one likes of the, him. Like I look at I that guy and I get absolutely I don't mind pissed off. I like him. I, I, don't I like, like Russell Wilson. I do too. He makes I, I like Russell Wilson sometimes. No, I think we're he's a little about Pete Carroll. I think they got Russell Marshawn Wilson, Lynch back. Yeah. Beast mode. I think that's Skittles. a big reason why because Chris Carson. If, if Chris Carson can't go, Skittles. if Carson can't go, the, they're not going to win this game. So I disagree. I'm going to take the <laughs> Eagles. The Eagles are going to shock the world, shock the state of my sports. Leaders here. All right. All right. Micah, where are you going? I'm going with Seattle. I mean, Beast Mode is back, like King Kyle said. I mean, they do match up well with the Eagles because they they had them on the hook. I mean, during that game, I think it was like a 17-9 game earlier in the season. Right. Carson Wentz has been sick the last few weeks. In the fourth quarter alone, like, he's he's unbelievable. He's playing good. They don't have a lot. There's no reason why I should have took him, but I did. Uh, you know what? <laughs> I'm not going to convince you guys. <laughs> I know I'm not. Classic. <laughs> if you're actually spending money on this, please do not pick the Eagles because of me because it's wrong. <laughs> Disclaimer. And the one point Full sucks. disclosure. Like, I don't believe my own pick. One point sucks. I'm just like, trying to gain ground. one and a half. Because even if they lose by one, you're pushing. Like, it should be one, one and a half. One point is tough. Give yeah. them one and a half. Yeah. It should be one and a half. But you guys want to give me another half point or no? No. Nope. All right. No, right. You're good. You have an You'll be it. fine. <laughs> All right, so that is the pick. So, Kyle, can you cut the music here? Mm, that was well it. done. Instant. That was just so perfect. That was yeah. Really, it was really well done. That was a lot of games we just picked. We did a that lot of a, games. It seemed like a ton of a games. Ton yeah, of games. we added some. Didn't I mean, we really pick everything the same? I think so. We had That's some crazy. bowl games. We had the first round of the playoffs, which is definitely worth picking. Uh, we can't we can't go away from that. But um, did you guys have a good Christmas? By the way, great Christmas. Yeah, yeah. it was good, man. Really good. Yeah, I, yeah, it was, it was good. You too. Yeah, it was it was solid. The kids were their health was up and down, but we got through it and we're ready to go. So yeah, um, we had the same thing at home. Yeah, but it was good. The kids were happy with their gifts. Easton's still very confused. We went to our, my mother in law's today. There's presents under the tree, and he goes, "I want to open presents." I'm like, "Sorry, buddy, we just opened presents the other day here." Well, I want to open those presents. Right. Well, no, you don't yours. get it. You don't probably get it, not going to like half of those. So. That was fine. I want those ones. Now. <laughs> yeah, and it's it was, just the way life is now, Dad. Yeah, he, he thinks every time he goes to Grandma Sue's, he's going to open presents. <laughs> but Daddy, those are for me. <laughs> yeah, he was very confused. Uh, That's like he, my mother in law. She gets she gets birthday presents for the other kids on. The siblings' birthdays. Oh, all really? The, so all three kids gets a present on a sibling's birthday, and I'm just like, this is this is just setting that's, them up for yeah. failure. <laughs> that's point. participation trophy. Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like the congratulations that you are related to somebody with a birthday. <laughs> right. <laughs> <Don't hurt Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird enough that we congratulate each other for turning another age. Yeah. Oh, by the way, congratulations on your birthday today. Oh, thank you. How old are you now? Thirty-eight. Thirty. 10, yes. <laughs> wow, 30-10. That's 30, a new 10. number. 30, I like 10. it. Yep. No, but you're 30... 32. 32. 32. Yeah. 32. Sounds old. It feels old. It's crazy. doesn't sound as old as other people on this podcast, but... <laughs> what you look at me for? <laughs> it doesn't. Because you're old. Well, you're the same. They're 32. But Kyle's 30. I'll be, I'll be 35 32. in less than a month. Yeah, January 20... 35. 
26. There it that is. was going to be my guess. I was going to say 27. If you're on YouTube, I gave him the answer because <laughs> yeah. he didn't know. Also, his birthday is March 3. So. Yeah, well, it took me a while to get that one. but Well, I got it, though. <laughs> <laughs> I have it in my calendar, so I won't forget. Um, but, hey, thank you guys for recording with us. Um, Kyle, do you got – oh, wait, we got to do some beer – some beer grades. <laughs> Kyle, you just jumped right in at a boy. Well, thank goodness I grabbed my beer can to So uh, Yeah, you, you proved me wrong there or something. Do you want me to go first? Do you want me to go <laughs> yeah, first? Yeah, go then? first. You're, you're, you're on board here. Okay. Founders Civilized Brute, which I thought would be like a little champagne, like a little, you know, yeah, brute. celebration you know. to the end of the year. Um, civilized. It's very civilized. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's good. I. It's a 7.1. All right. I don't know where to go else other than that. I'll give it a grade. Yeah, I like Same it. One. Ryan, what do you got there? I have Birdwalker Blonde. Birdwalker. Storm Cloud Brewing Company. Has this been graded already? No, it hasn't. I was going to grade no, it. Um, Bill, my my father-in-law-ish. Yeah? He's married to my mother-in-law. Right. Stepfather-in-law. Stepfather-in-law. Yeah, there you go. I got one of those. He gave me that beer. I was going to grade it myself, but is I, this, I decided- Is he a fan of this beer? <clears throat> no. Oh, okay. He bought it for me, and I appreciate it. I drank f- five of them at his house, and he said, bring the other one home. And I've been saving it to grade it, but I just gotcha. didn't get a chance to. Well, so. I mean, I'm not a, I'm not the biggest fan of the blonde beer. Yeah, um, or girls. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's more of a dark. <laughs> yeah. Dark, yeah. Dark I'll go with the dark. Um, I'm going to go a 6.8 on this one. All right. It's good, but it's just not your Yeah, your it's style. not really my style. It is good. It's drinkable. It's easy. Micah, you got an ice cream cone on your can. I do. Remind it's, everybody what you're drinking. Give it's it a grade. Blueberry Crush from Petoskey Brewing. Uh, it, it says these juicy blueberries make this crisp, clean cream. That's a tongue twister, isn't it? Uh, clean cream. I mean, after crisp, you drink a few of them, clean New York, cream, York, right? New York ale, a very good companion. <laughs> Take your <laughs> hey, <laughs> whoa! <laughs> Take your latest crush along oh, for oh, all man. your fun activities. I like them. Well, who's this? Six Petoskey? to midnight. Petoskey that is like my job. new favorite brewery because yeah. of the puns. I love the puns. <laughs> when they said, "What did they say about the berry?" I almost spit your beer. I almost out. said that was so a spit take. So Sam <laughs> loves puns so much. <laughs> what a, was it? It's a very good companion. A very good companion. Ah. Oh, that's so good. I love it. So genius. Did you really? give it a grade yet or no? No, I didn't. Oh, I just you got were, so sidetracked. You were, <laughs> you were just a, loving your pun. Oh, it was so funny. It was so punny. Yeah. He's got, I hate uh, that pun. But <laughs> <laughs> you ruined it. You ruined it. It was a pun. He's got quite an ear for corny jokes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. Sam doesn't so even know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I just wanted to like, make you look like an idiot. <laughs> That's, not, That's not even possible. <laughs> I, know, uh, I know. I look like the idiot. I'm going to give this a solid 7.0. 7.0. 7. Yep. All right. Well, I'm drinking Ellis from Ellison Brewing Company, uh, Crescent Fresh India Pale Ale, which is IPA for you degenerates out there. Yikes. Um, 6.25% alcohol by volume. Solid beer. Not the juicy flavor I usually like, so I'm going to go with like a 6.8. It's good. Did you expect juicy? Nope, I didn't. Oh, okay. But Did you copy Ryan? Did I? Did you do 6 eight? Yeah, everybody's just copying me today. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember. Whoa, 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 whoa. You guys Happy really birthday to all of you. Do you guys really think I listen to your grades? <laughs> like, I'm so focused on the can. I'm just like. <laughs> He's like, oh, man, I got to read this soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my yeah. eyes feel crossed. I still struggle. <laughs> crazy, crazy. 
But um, yeah, so where Just I was av- at before, it, well, average grades today. They were pretty, yeah, pretty low. Yeah, yeah. nothing crazy. Yeah. Nothing to write home about. That's correct. Okay. <laughs> I'm not allowed to say that anymore. Apparently, <laughs> there's a lot that I'm not allowed to say that I still say. <laughs> That's true. I'm it. going back to it. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to thank you all for recording, and thank you all for listening and for watching, and thank you for s- such a great year. Um, it, it was fun. Where are we at? 30, 36 episodes 36th. in. So thank you guys so much, and I just I love doing this with you guys. So thank you guys. For for everything we'll talk to you next you year if not sooner peace